back to the Board Game Battles podcast. I'm your host, Randall, and with me are my co-hosts, Jeff and Drew. Hello. Hi. Hey. <laughs> um, this is our 26th episode. We are going to be discussing escape room style games, uh, comparing two in particular. Uh, we're, we're going to compare one from the Exit series, Exit the Game, The Forbidden Castle, and one from the Unlock series, um, from the particularly from the Unlock Mystery Adventures uh, category called the Tonopol's Treasure. Um, and then following that, uh, we're going to have a little discussion about uh, these types of one-shot games and legacy games in general. Uh, so that'll be our discussion topic for after uh, the review or after the uh, comparison. I'm also going to change up the format a little bit this time around, uh, try something a little bit new out. Uh, I'm going to uh, go over you know the details of each game first uh, for both games, um, and then afterwards, then we will discuss each game in, in turn and um, do our comparison all in one, instead of having two separate discussions like we normally do. So um, we'll see how that goes this time around, um, and if you uh, if you like it, you know, let us know. Just uh, send us a message, and that'd be great. Um, or if you don't like it, let us know that too. But anyways, let's get into it. Uh, first game is Exit the Game, The Forbidden Castle. Uh, this particular one came out in 2017, but the Exit series started in 2016. The designers uh, for the series are Inca Brand and Marcus Brand. Um, it seems that all the games, when you look into their, uh, their names, they've worked on all their games together. There might be a few where one's worked on one, but not the other. But for the majority of their uh, um, gameography... Uh, they've all worked, they work together. It's like 12 pages of games that they've worked on over the years. Most of them are German games that we haven't seen here, but, but there are a few notable um, exceptions, like um, Village, that's a pretty popular one that came out in 2011. Uh, St. Malo, part of one of the Elia series, came out in 2012. They did an expansion for Orleans, um, Invasion, came out in 2015. Uh, one of the big games they've been doing, that's... Um, I don't know if it's getting a lot of buzz lately, but I know in this area, I've seen a lot of people really getting into it and playing it, is the Rajas of the Ganges. So that's been a pretty popular one um, around here. And that came out in 2017. But then when you look amongst their stuff, there's just dozens and dozens of games that they've designed over the years, starting from 2006. Um, uh, the artists for the... Uh, well, yeah, the designers are Inca and Marcus, but the artist... Uh, for this particular one was Sylvia Kristoff and Franz Vowinkel. Uh, publishers, uh, 999 Games, Devir, Galacta, Giochi Unity, Aiello, Yellow, and uh, Cosmos. Categories, uh, Deduction, Puzzle, and Real Time. Uh, and Mechanisms, they just list Cooperative Play. Uh, BGG Rating, now... It's kind of odd because there's so many games in the series and they all have their own individual ratings. So among the series, they range anywhere from 6.68 up to an 8.04. Um, this particular one had a, a rating of 7.0 out of 850 uh, votes. And weight for this particular one, uh, which was um, on the harder scale, according to their little uh, guide on the back of the box. Um, was 3.42 out of 5. Um, which, yeah, I guess, 
might be a bit high. Like, it was harder, but it wasn't, I didn't think. Well, there is one level up. So, like, this is, like, one under expert. So we have a five-dot scale going from novice to expert, and this is just one under expert. For understanding of the game, it's easy to understand, but from a complexity point of view, I'd say it's about right. Yeah, when you look the at the difficulty. complexity of the puzzles. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably about where you want to be. Yeah. So looking at the uh, different components, um, the rule book. Now, the rule books for both these games are pretty, pretty light. Um, it's like a, it's a smaller rule book because the boxes are fairly small. It's like a seven-page rule book. It, um, it just gives you a, a brief breakdown of what the different components are and, and how to use them. Um, but it's, it's just a you know, flimsy rule book, but it's fine. Um, they actually do have an app. This one doesn't require an app, but it does have one. And it's actually, and the app doesn't isn't called Exit the Game. The app is called Cosmos, based on the company, the main company that produces it. And um, when you bring up the app, they have all. I think most of their games in that app, not just the Exit ones. And you go into the Exit ones, you can find your particular game. And there is like a tutorial for each one, so you can go into the tutorial. It'll have someone read out essentially the rule book. So instead of having to read the rules, it'll take you through the rules. And it can be quite comical, especially every time they say, in don't this example, do this don't now. pull this card. But in the example, we're using this card. Like It's like, okay, yes, we're not going to look at the card. Do we get it? Um, but yeah, that's the app is really basic. It, it Basically, yeah, it goes through the, the little brief little story because each of these exit games has a, like a little bit of a story at the very beginning. It's like a paragraph. There's not much of a story. But there's a story at the beginning. Um, just to tell you why you're where you are, you know, oh, you've gone to this castle and, and now you're locked in and now you have to find your way out. And there's some notes, um, that you'll get throughout the game. Um, so that's like the rule book, um, component wise, um, I've played a few of these escape, uh, exit games and, um, they all tend to be similar. Um, they will have, uh, an another booklet in there, which will have, um, the different scenarios you'll go through. Like, typically they say you can look through the whole book, but you're not going to use each page of the book until certain points in the um, adventure. So there's a, there's a book that has um, various things that you'll need throughout the game. And there'll be other little things inside the uh, game as well. There's usually a wheel. It'll have, like, three different wheels. It's one of those ones that you, you churn three different wheels, like an inner, an outer, and a middle wheel independently. And then there'll be a little window that'll line up with something like usually give you a number um so there's a wheel and then there's might be some other little things that you might have to cut out or something some other little tidbits that you'll use maybe during some of the puzzles so that's it for components and they're all fairly cheap components um it's like thin cardboard there's nothing special about it but these games are designed to be um one one use and that's it um because you will be Probably you will be destroying stuff in this game, so you won't be able to put it back together and reuse it afterwards. Um, so that's the components. Um, and, and yeah, they're, they're serviceable. They're, they're what you would expect for a, a cheaper game like this. I think they tend to go any, in this area anyways. I'm not sure about other areas. Um, they're using the $15 range um, for a one-use game. Um, how, how it plays out, is essentially just how I, I describe the, the components. You get um, you get you, know, you get some cards as well. I didn't mention the cards, and the cards are fine quality. They're nothing special, but they're they're fine. 
Um, but you get a bunch of different cards. You'll get um, a bunch of cards that have symbols on them. Each symbol will actually relate to the wheel that you get as well. So it'll be different types of symbols, um, usually about 12 or, or so symbols. Um, each symbol will have three cards associated with it, and they're, they're clues that you can use throughout the game. Um, along with those cards, you also get a bunch of answer cards. It's like a, like a deck of answer cards um, and a, de a deck of uh, clue cards. Uh, something like that. Yeah, you get two different decks. Uh, one would be like, uh, it's a number of, uh, one's a letter deck, so it's like letters A through W or, or whatever it goes up to for that particular exit game. And then you'll have the, um, the answer cards, which are numbered one through however many there are for that particular, again, for this particular game. And as you go through the game, um, you'll, get, you'll get clues saying, get um, clue card A from the deck. And then you'll get it out and lay it out in front of you, and then it'll give you more to work with. So you're going through clue cards. You're going through, not clue cards, but you're going through riddle cards. That's what it is, riddle cards. Um, you're going through answer cards. Whenever you get an answer from the wheel, you go to the appropriate number in the card in the answer deck, and flip it over to see if you're right. Uh, it'll either say that you're wrong and try again, or it'll give you a selection you have to do with a bunch of pictures and numbers on it, saying where did you see the symbol related to this puzzle. And that's it. And that's essentially the game. Um, you go through until you can es escape, escape the whatever it is, the house or castle or whatever. Um, there's no real time limit. They score you at the end of each uh, game based on how long it took you and how many uh, clue ca help cards you used. Like I said, each symbol has up to three cards. Um, they'll be like, the first card is a really basic help, making sure that you've gotten a couple of the things you need. And if you don't have those things, then you know you're miss you know you're missing something. Uh, the second clue is a bit more help it gives you a bit more um direction of what you should be doing and then the final card is the answer for that particular puzzle if you need it um but that that's how exit works uh, so that's exit the game our second game uh was again unlock um mystery adventures the tonopoles treasure this one's a bit different um it's in the same price range is maybe a little bit more um but a little bit better produced um, but before I go into that, it was released in 2017, and if you look at all the different unlocks, they're all around 2017 and later. So, um, they're a little bit newer than the exits. Uh, the designer for this particular one, and it's different, it seems to be different for each one, uh, there's two designers, Sebastian Pachon and Billy Stevenson. Um, most of the uh, design credits are from Sebastian, uh, Billy only has helped out with this unlock and that's it. Um, but Sebastian's done actually quite a few games that you would have heard of. Um, in 2006, he did Isfahan. Um, 2007, Jamaica. 2008, Metropolis. 2009, Jaipur. Um, he had a, he, he's done a few games since 2009, but there wasn't many that we probably know in this area. Then he did unlock. Um, he did an expansion for Jamaica. Um, and then since... 2017, he's done a series of, I don't know, IQ games, like Sport IQ, Beer IQ, and Baby IQ. I've never heard of. Um, I haven't heard of most of his 2018 stuff, but he has been working. But um, that's that's some, he has done some notable games. 
artist for this one was uh, this goes by Sergo. Um, I'm not sure if that's like it must just be a pseudonym. Um, the publisher for these games are Space Cowboys, so um, who are you know known also for the uh, Time Stories game um, and scenarios. So um, they've been around for a while. Uh, categories: card game, exploration, puzzle, and real time. And mechanisms listed are cooperative play and storytelling. Uh, BGG rating. Uh, again, because there's multiple games, there's varying ratings among the games, ranging anywhere from 5.96 to 7.87. And this particular one has a 7.3 from 672 ratings. And the weight of this one is listed at 2.63 out of 5, which, well, I guess maybe is a bit accurate. It might, it, again, I think this was supposed to be a harder one. They have um, a rating level on the back of their boxes of a difficulty level, and they list it in, in locks. So there's like a one lock, a two lock, or a three lock game. And this is a, a three lock difficulty, which is supposed to be one of the harder ones. So it, the hard difficulty could be a, maybe a bit higher. But when we get into the discussion of the game, we'll have more to say on that anyways. Um, the rules for this one are a little nicer, like... Um, because I think maybe it's I'm not sure if it's a Cosmos thing or a Space Cowboys thing, but the production is a little nicer on unlocking. Um, like the rule book, it's a well, you know, it's a smaller rule book again with a few more pages. It's uh, I think 13 or so pages, and, and the rule book is fairly good at going through things, but we didn't really have to use it um, because this one does require an app, so you have to have an app to use unlock as opposed to exit where there is an app available. It's more more of a timer app for exit and a, a bit of an, a rules introduction in exit. This one you have to have the app. Um, these, and it seems like a common thing with these unlocks is they give you two decks. There's the main um, deck for the game for the particular scenario you're doing. And this one was a 66 card deck. Um, but there's also like a 10 card tutorial deck. Um, so if you've read the rules, um, it'll probably take you, it'll take you through the tutorial as well. But if you use the app, you can say we want to play the tutorial um, tutor tutorial scenario. It'll take you through the tutorial, telling you how to use the different types of cards in the game and teach you the game, um, which is what we did. So it went fairly well. Um, it was fast, actually. Their tutorial was really quick. Yeah, and it, it gives you like a was I don't know if it's ten ten or fifteen minutes or something yeah. for the tutorial. So it's pretty quick. Um, and they say that this one is, it is kind of timed. Um, like it says, there's 60 minute, um, like this one says, escape rooms are places you must escape from in less than 60 minutes. Um, so I think they give you like a 60 minute time limit. Um, you're not held to that 60 minutes, but we'll talk about that later. But um, I think they're they're meant to be done in around 60 minutes in theory. Um, another big difference between the two games, Exit is for one to four players, Unlock is for uh, one to six, so you can play with more people with the Unlock ones. Um, I, I don't know that... The, I don't know if having more people would help. Well, yeah. yeah. And, and, and yeah, with well, the other one, you could have more You could have more people in Exit yeah, as well. You could have, yeah, you could have 30 people. Doing yeah, it's exit. kind yeah. of an arbitrary number, yeah, I really. Yeah, I don't... True. You know, it's maybe a suggested... Yeah, uh, and it, with these kind of games, it is it would be more of a suggestion because there's nothing yeah. stopping you from either game ha of having more people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's just I guess their suggestion. Sure. Well, exit. There's a little bit more manipulation of stuff, so maybe you don't want 
too many people because if everyone wants to grab the book and it, yeah, if there's it. too yeah. many people around it, it might be a too cluttered or too. Where um, unlock yeah. is mostly just card yeah, assessment true. and working through. So yeah, but yeah, it, more than six people, you can all still work on the cards. It might be a little easier because you have the different minds. But sure, yeah, um, yeah. Um, so after the rule book and the app, all that's really involved in unlock are cards. You have, like I said, the uh, main 66, and this one it was a 66 card deck, and that's it. There's no other components really. Um, not like in Exit where you have a few things that are also in the box. And this is just this particular unlock. I haven't played, we, I've played a few Exits, but this is the first unlock I've done, and I haven't done other unlocks. So I couldn't say that all unlocks are the same. I, but I get the feeling that they probably are. And um, another thing about the unlocks is because you're not destroying anything, um, there's nothing stopping you from giving the game to someone else to play. Yep. It, there's not, you know, it's kind of unlimited use that way. Once you've gone through an adventure, you wouldn't be able to really play it again. No. It's, it's like one of those kind of games. It's like the time stories. Once you've done the adventure, it's done. Um, but it does play a lot quicker than something like time storage where you're doing multiple loops and stuff. Um, but yeah, okay, that's the uh, description of the two games. Why so you the, make it say a, a couple oh, words about yeah. why the app is required? Um, oh, okay, sure. Uh, yeah, I didn't really describe the playthrough on this one that much. Um, and I wanted to do a bit more of that. Um, so with this one, an app is required. And how it is, is, yeah, again, it sets up the scenario. It sets up how you're starting. I'm not going to go into too much detail in fear of giving anything away. But there's different types of cards in this game. Um, like, it'll say, take these cards, and these are your initial cards. There's, um, let's see, there's, there's blue cards, there's red cards. Um, red cards, I think, are typically, okay, so objects. They're red or blue striped. So blue and red cards are objects. Um, and the significance of that is you can quite often com um, combine two cards together to um, give you a, a number. Each card will have a number on it. And that number, um, when added usually with another number, will give you an answer. And then you get the appropriate card out and see if it, uh, if it matches up. Uh, there's green cards. Um, green cards are called machines. Um, which means you have to do like a, a puzzle with that. And it's not with the card itself. It'll be in the app. So like you'll go into the app, you go into the machine section, say, I have machine 69. Um, then a thing will come up on the screen and you have to solve the machine based on clues that you've gotten from other cards, usually. Uh, there's also yellow cards, which are codes, like a, a code you have to enter to uh, get through it. Um, and so if there's like a, a door with a key code next to it, it'd be a yellow card. You'd put the card number into the app in the appropriate spot again and enter in what you think the code is, and it'll let you know if you've gotten through or not. Every time you're wrong, the app will add a minute to your playtime or subtract a minute because it does start counting down at first. So it starts you at 60 minutes and starts counting down. Every time you get something wrong, it deducts a minute or more, usually a minute though, from the time have less time um, and there's also gray cards uh, gray cards are you could be places it can be um, um, showing a room and the stuff within the room that kind of thing uh, or a location if it's not a room it could be a location you're at um, those will typically be uh, gray cards um, yeah those are the different colors of cards and essentially 
you'll you'll have some cards in front of you you'll be looking at them trying to figure out the puzzle trying to figure out if there's any clues in the cards if there's anything you can see on the card that could be a number then you think okay well that might be another location or a clue and so you go into the deck and get the appropriate number and if it matches if it's something that you can interact with you'll bring it out and add it to your what's in front of you and the whole time you're using the app to um, to enter in and manipulate stuff. Um, there's also ways to get hints in the app. Um, there's a couple different ways of getting hints. One will be, um, have we missed anything? So like if you're having trouble with a particular scene or area, you can click on the, have we missed anything? And it'll tell you that you should have this card because it's in the scene. It'll tell you something about the scene that you might've missed looking at. Uh, it might give you another card if there is. Um, there's also a, a hint location where you can put in a number of a card and it'll give you a hint about that card. It could be if it's like a, a machine or um, a, one of those yellow um, codes, it might say, okay, you, you know, it'll give you a bit of a hint and try to, to how to, how to solve that if, if you're having trouble with it. Um, and I think that's essentially it. That, that's, mm -hmm. that, that's yeah. how the app works. And it just, if you get something wrong, it gives you a penalty, makes it take longer. Um, if you get, if you run out of time, it'll then go into like a, I'm not sure if it's like a sudden death kind of thing. It just sort of, it it's an overage. It just tells you it's how like much an overage. Over. It starts yeah. counting up instead of down. So like how much time you've taken over the 60 minutes, which I'm sure factors into the final score that they give you. At the yeah. End, but, um, both games exit and unlock, give you a bit of a score at the end. Um, I can't remember what the score looked like in, un in unlock in, in, exit the score is like you get so many stars and the most is 10 so if you you know get it done fairly quickly and you don't use any any um any help cards you get 10 stars i think we got six six yeah. stars yeah we got six stars in our playthrough because we um based on our time and, and we had a few we used a few help cards um the other one i can't remember what the rating was like the, um, oh it, it's zero to five stars they rate you i think we did really bad on that <laughs> I think it was like one star, maybe. Yeah, I think we got one. one. Star. Well, there's reasons. There's reasons that. which we'll get into. Um, yeah, so that's how you play Unlock. So that's the two different games that we're comparing. The first one we played was Exit, the Forbidden Castle, um, and so like is like I said, it was my. I had played a few of these Exit games before, so I knew what to go in, what it was like going into it. This is Jeffs and, and Jews, I think, first yep, time playing yep, Exit. Yeah, first one's yeah. up. Yep. So um, yeah, well, how would you think of Exit? Um, yeah, actually, I, I really like that one. It was, um, you know, out, out of the two, Unlock is extremely story-driven. It um, was definitely more story-driven. Exit, yeah. the, the premise is, like, paper-thin. Yeah. You know, like, like Randall said, it's, ah, you're, you're in this castle. Uh, that's it. That's, <laughs> you know, you're locked in, get out. Yeah, there's a note. It, it tells you, oh, yeah, I've locked you in this castle. You know, you're not the first or whatever. Like, okay, thanks. See how, long, how, how quickly you can escape if you can. Yeah. From, yeah. from that point on, it it is just pure puzzle. It's pure puzzles. Yeah. Um, I, I think really the only, uh, you know, like some puzzles are obviously more difficult than others. The one I think that we really ran into trouble with was was full. The, there's it was origami. The one we where we had to do some folding. Yeah. yeah, it's like an origami thing. Almost. Yeah. I and think we would have been under the limit if it wasn't for the origami for yeah. time. Yeah. Like it, oh it, yeah, that, like I said, I think four, we had to go to the we had to go to the answer card for that one. Yeah. Just, yeah, that was one that we had some trouble with. Um, and it was just because it wasn't clear which way you should be folding yeah. it from the perspective yeah. of the 
booklet. Yeah, like, the, like it, there's yeah. sort of a curved arrow on the page, and and so you're, you're kind of like, well, is it? Am I folding it this way or yeah. the other way? Yeah. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I, well, I was, it, it was frustrating that part too, because we knew what we were supposed to be doing. We knew what we were supposed to be coming yeah. up with, but we just couldn't make it work. Yeah. 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 So that was, there was, yeah, there was one particular puzzle. Like we, there was a, there wasn't, there's more than one puzzle we did have some troubles with. Like it wasn't like all the oh, puzzles yeah. were like really simple. No. They were, they were difficult puzzles. Um, but that was like the worst one. That was yeah. the one that gave us the most trouble. So we did have to go to the answer. Yeah, actually, I, that I, like, okay, we I, I figured it, it out. After you guys had moved on, I was just yeah. like, "No, I'm not leaving this." And you guys <laughs> go on without me. Yeah, but um, um, but yeah, that was yeah. So exit, um, um, and we did. I think, and, and and the way the exit ones work, if you look at an answer card and it's something you already know, then it doesn't count. So, and quite often, you know, we'll look at the first card of an if we're having some trouble with a particular puzzle, we look at the first card and say, like, "Yep, no, we know all this," but then it. It sort of reassures you that okay, you're on the right track. We're on the right track, at least we have everything we need, and then that sort of helps us. And the puzzles were quite engaging. Yeah, yeah. Like, they were. It's hard to explain them because you don't want to give, yeah, anything, we can't away. give anything away. But yeah. th- they were engaging for the four of us that were playing. We were all actively involved in yeah. solving mm-hmm. and coming up with solutions to things that weren't just like in your face obvious. Yeah. So it, well, and it, it was, was quite tricky. I, I thought they were they were very good at. Giving a different variety of puzzle types. Yes. yes. Um, you know, so yeah. you, so it's not you know like go, moving from one puzzle to the next. It's you know at no point are you thinking, oh, this is the same. You know, I need to solve this the same way as I solved this other one. Right. They were they were all different that way. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're good at mixing up the puzzles. That's that's for sure. And give and and because it is a game where you are meant to destroy some of the stuff, like you cut it up or or punch it out or whatever. Um, you give you have sort of the freedom that you know you can try anything yeah. and and to try to figure out to solve these puzzles because they may intend you to try some weird stuff with it. And while it didn't have a story progression yeah. necessarily, it did like each area you came to. There was definitely a sequence that you're going through. It's like mm-hmm. unlike the unlock this cabinet that unlocks this desk that unlocks the door to the next room kind of thing. And right. while you weren't getting yeah. a story of why you were going through these things, it still felt like there was a definite progression through it. Yeah, and it, it did feel more like an actual escape room. Yes, because mm-hmm. you're you're solving puzzles to open something else up to help to you get, get like out the, of the key room. that yeah. or the code to the next thing to get mm-hmm. through the door to the next room to escape. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, the one thing I'll say, uh, yeah. really, kind of about all of these, like they're, um, I think Randall pointed out, these are essentially like pocket-sized mm-hmm. um, games. Yep. And the, and uh, the only th- thing that I found a little bit difficult, and it was actually with both of them, so I, I think it's probably just the the nature of these types of games. You know, having having four of us around a fairly big table. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, it, it's kind of hard. You know, like oh, you know, like you know, Jeff wants to see this card, and so he's looking at it because you know they're not huge, mm-hmm. and. You know, it's it's kind of hard a little bit passing those things. And around. maybe if you're right beside Jeff, you could look at it as yeah. well. But if you're across the table from Jeff, you can't. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's part of the, you know, part of what they factor into the game for. Well, that's you know, kind of like an escape room or, again too, but, because you typically yeah. don't have everybody looking at the same puzzle in the escape room. That's true. You have like one or two people looking at one thing, and other people are off in another part of the room looking at something else. It can be yeah. a little more difficult with the size of this, though, because it's yeah. like if someone has an idea of something and they pick up the card, where someone was like yeah. Yeah. looking at the card and thinking, "I think I have something," and then yeah. it's all of a sudden gone, and mm-hmm. it breaks their line of 
thought. They're not even thought. Of thing, right? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Where in an escape, an actual escape room, you can all be staring at like a picture on the wall. Yeah. And no one's going to like pick yeah, it up and it, take it away from take your away vision. Take away the vision from you, so you can't see it. That's yeah. true. Well, yeah, and really, and, that, like that's the that's what I mean about like the scale of it. Right. Like actually, if 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 all of the components were, you know, let's say three hundred three hundred percent the size. Mm-hmm. You know, it would have been much easier. Yeah, you wouldn't have oh, to sure. pick like, it up to, see to look that. at so, it. Like, the yeah. puzzle would have still been difficult. But, yeah, it would have been yeah. a lot easier to, to sort of share the clues and, and, you know, all look at it at the same time. And and it is true. Like, typically, you're only working on a single puzzle at a time. You might have clues yeah. for multiple puzzles out in front of you. But you may not have everything you need for every puzzle. So yeah. you may only have all the components for a single puzzle at a time. And even though you have other stuff around, mm-hmm. so yeah, you might be looking at other stuff, but it's usually only one thing that you can look at for for a puzzle or something yeah. at a time. But good, yeah, I I liked it. It was fun. No, yeah, it was I, very fun. I thought they're pretty good. Um, and then in comparison, we have the unlock ones, which oh again, my god, <laughs> very different. Um, <laughs> but this is very story driven. It's uh, well, and this was a mystery adventures. Now, when you look at their site, there's three different categories of adventures. And it just happens I picked this one up because it was the only one that was at the store at the time. So I didn't really think much of it. I didn't know there was going to be much difference. But there's um, mystery adventures. Uh, there's also, um, let me just take a quickly look it up here. Because there's, there's three different types of adventures. Um, escape adventures and uh, exotic adventures. So there's the three different categories. And within each category, there are, at the moment, three games. So each category has released a game. So it might be that as they work on things, they release a category at a time. So the next one... And then just give, like, the novice, the intermediate, and the expert and levels. And the expert levels. Three, like, yeah, the three different levels for each category. So um, I happened to pick up one that was a mystery adventure. Um, escape adventure might be more like what we had with Exit. Uh, it's hard to say, Maybe. Uh, but again, these ones are all cards, so you'll start with so many cards in front of you, and then you're working through the cards, looking at clues, looking at puzzles, trying to figure them out, but it's all through the app. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there there was quite a bit of difference. Um, and it started out fairly well. Um, well, we made one yeah, mistake yeah. early. Yeah, that, that was... That <laughs> we got rid of a card because we left the area thinking the card's now gone. And yeah, and the, it'll typically say... When, once you've, like, say, solved an area um, and you pull out an answer card and it says, okay, you've done this, it'll say on the card, get rid of these cards. Yeah. And we inadvertently got rid of a card we shouldn't have. A very important card. A very important card that we shouldn't have. Um, so that, that was a bit of a mistake on our part. Um, and then also, we got to a certain point where we had one of those, um, I think it was a yellow card. I don't, I don't think yeah. it was a mechanism. Maybe it was a mechanism, but it was, it was something like that. And... You know, we, we got these, these cards from this person in the game, and we're like, okay, well, we gotta do, there's obviously something we have to do with these. There was other things we could do as well, but we weren't having much luck with those. And we went back to this thing and said, okay, well, I don't know, do we want to get a hint on this? And we did. Actually, we got another hint first, which did, made, didn't make any sense to us. Um, it, it told us something, like, older. Like, it was like one of those, um, we went to the app to say, did we miss anything in the scene? But it, it gave us a hint from something a we'd already scene. finished, or like an older scene. Like, well, that's not helpful at all. So we went back to this this other one, which was you know something we could manipulate, and we got a hint on it. And it said it gave us like a hint, like okay, well, kind of helps, not necessarily. We decided to do the second hint, and the second hint basically 
solved it. It solved it for us. It, it wasn't the actual solution. It didn't. It wasn't like we didn't go into the solution, but the hint was enough that we figured it out easily enough. And so we we did it, and then it sent us off into a whole different area of the game, and then we realized we had bypassed a majority of the game. Like yeah. we jumped from one section almost to the end, yeah. and we're like, wait a minute, nothing's making sense anymore. And we almost had to reverse engineer. Yeah, everything, everything yeah. to where we got to that point. Yeah, to figure things out. And that that was sort of a big, I don't know, red flag for me on that. Yeah. And <laughs> the like, fact that we could do that. Yes. Yeah, like the the um, exit, it's it's essentially... Uh, it's impossible to it's, skip yeah, ahead. Yeah, you're, you're on a rail. It's impossible to skip ahead. It's That's a, right, you, you know, are. essentially on yeah. a rail. And, and so, yeah, you cannot move to the next section until you solve the one you're in. And, and yeah, I, I thought in, in Unlock, that was a huge issue yeah that that it was even possible to bypass the majority of the game based on a couple you know of like, like realistically because yeah. the the puzzle that we we're on i won't spoil it but yeah. the puzzle that we were on like really it was just a matter of i could i could totally trial and error this yeah there's there's yeah. only so many combinations of the thing that we can do with this so and 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 in fact we we had tried a couple we yep. tried a couple it and does, it was, i think on every second, time you yeah. do it it does reduce your time sure but but, but you could keep trying. But we because we'd gotten rid of a card we weren't supposed to, we yep. were lost. So we were like, this is the only thing we have to work with. Yep. It and just it so was... happened that that didn't come into play until the end. But yep. we were in the middle and we're like, well, it's the only thing. Let's get a hint. Well, and on top of that, we at that point, you know, because it was early enough, we had enough time on the clock that we were thinking, well, let's, yeah, let's, let's just do it. We've got time. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah, okay, well, <laughs> yeah, if you can bypass the majority of the game. Yeah. But uh, then, but then, of course, then you're you're you know well, you, you, didn't you have don't enough. have all the cards that you need yeah. for mm-hmm. for later on, so you're you're essentially stuck there. Well, that's the thing. We got to a certain point, like, well, okay, now we have no clue what's going yeah, on. Yeah, we couldn't yeah. figure out how to do anything else from yeah. that point because we we're missing a whole bunch of stuff in mm-hmm. the interim that mm-hmm. just yeah. well, and and the story became like I mean, immediately it just didn't make lost. sense. Lost. Yeah. You know, like what? We were totally what lost are, in it. They're referring to things like what the hell are they talking about? Yeah. Let's make this no sense. So yeah, that was that was a big. It, it would yeah. have been as simple as putting in the app, like going to get a hint for a specific card and going. Like there's something else you need to do before this comes into play, mm-hmm. rather than just allowing you to solve a puzzle that you shouldn't be able to solve. Yeah, yeah like uh, maybe the app doesn't keep track of your progress. Yeah, what you've actually pulled, like um, because when you. Um, add two numbers together sometimes you get two cards like a red and a blue you'll add them together and pull out a card out of the deck you're not really telling the app that you've solved that one like there are some the code ones like sure you enter the code into the app and it'll say pull out this card and quite often that card will be another blue card that you can add to a red card or whatever it'll be something that'll progress you um but other times you know you'll get a, a red card and a blue card just from the scenario add them together and get another card the app may not know you've done that so it'd be better if there was a way i don't know if you're going to make it totally app driven i think they could have had that in there like if if you are attempting to solve a puzzle within the app like put in a code Mm -hmm. or or whatever before you should before at least at least before you you did the the one previous to it yeah right it it should tell you like yeah you've done something wrong you shouldn't be here yet Mm mm-hmm Go back and review what you did, and or even a way know, to log all the cards you have. 
Like as so you he, should you can pop it up and say you should have these cards on the table. Yeah. These numbers should yeah. be out and play. Something. It's like as you get a card, enter it into the app. Yeah. Just so the app knows these are the cards you have. And then when you look for a hint, it says, okay, you, they're missing this card. Here's a hint based on mm-hmm. where they should have found that card. Yeah. Which is a problem of using an app as a requirement yeah. for a puzzle game like this. Because it, mm-hmm. it requires a lot more programming than they're willing to put into it. Yeah. Sure. No, absolutely. Um, so, but in... in to be fair, this is the only one we've ever played of this. So, I, I did like actually. I thought you know, kind of like um, exit. Like mm-hmm. the, I thought there was a, a decent variety of types of puzzles for mm-hmm. you to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I actually I did like the, um, you know, like the the different mechanisms, like the like the engine, right. and then uh, and then whatever the other section was called, like in the app. Mm-hmm. You know, so you've got stuff that you, you solve it by matching up the red and blue cards right you've got stuff where you're looking at visual clues within within the art on the cards so there's you know that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. to get you know additional cards there's the uh the engine stuff there's you know the code stuff so i i thought there was a really good variety and actually after playing exit it it you know like it it was actually a little bit of a shift in how you're looking at things that's true so it kind of throws you off a little bit but which which actually i thought was was good because it's you know it's challenging to you know shift your mindset to to you know look for different things there the the one issue that i think i had with the story um you know it being so story driven was that i i felt in in a couple cases it felt like they they had a really good idea for a like for a puzzle for you know in the clues Mm mm-hmm and then they wrapped the story around it. Oh, maybe. And so yeah. I was just like, "This makes this is this is just kind of goofy." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm, you know, this isn't too much criticism because it is like a three lock difficulty that we did, and who knows one, how yeah. like the first lock ones mm-hmm. will play out. But definitely the third one, there were a few puzzles where if you weren't familiar with these types of scenarios, like if you haven't done an escape room before, right, yeah. or these types of puzzles you just probably aren't going to be able to do it it'd just be frustration and you'd be yeah. going to the hints constantly so don't start with this one if you're not familiar mm-hmm. start with the level one because it goes from the tutorial we did again the relatively really basic, one, really, basic yeah. really easy it did not prepare you for the difficulty no. of the actual thing no. so don't use that as a guide definitely start lower if you're not comfortable you know but at the same time I said, I, you know, my my when we first started, my, uh, you know, my brain is looking at at the the clues in the cards a certain way, and and so, um, you know, I, I couldn't see something, but Marcus picked it out really quick, mm-hmm. like he just like immediately saw the thing that I I was totally oblivious to, because I'm you know my mind isn't looking for that type of thing yeah. in the image, you know I'm I'm thinking okay well, you know how how we're gonna move on from you know one thing to the next is is uh, matching up those blue and, and red cards, and we just have to find a way to get that stuff. And and Mark's recognized, well, no, there's an actual clue, like, right in the picture. Mm-hmm. And and I was, oh, I, I didn't realize that was a thing in this. And so, Yeah, so, so if, so you, if, if you, you have people with different yeah. skill sets, it makes it much and easier and different experience Different perspectives levels. And, yeah. And, and, yeah, experience. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and there, I do, there was also one, uh, one point where we were doing this particular puzzle. Oh, that one. Oh god, yeah. Yeah, um, and it comes down to I don't know if it's like it's like a you're looking at it's supposed to be handwriting and trying to interpret it, and sometimes it's like it's you need not, to be clearer. Yeah, it could be clearer. Like 
is that like an L? Is that a D? Or yeah, what was, is that? It was <laughs> cursive know. on a small card. Cursive on a small card. Um, yeah, I, on that yeah. one, I ended up using my, my phone <laughs> to, uh, to take a picture of the card so yeah. that I can enlarge the writing on it. Well, and, and cursive, I know from my own kids going through school, isn't even taught anymore in the yeah. Canadian system. So wow. you're, <laughs> you're making it difficult for people to participate in a game based yeah. off of an archaic form of... Well, and it was, and 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 the one that we yeah. really had trouble, trouble with was because it's it's, I, and I see this all the time with cursive. Is it an L or is that a D? Yeah, yeah. because yeah. you know how much of a loop did you put there? Yeah. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one was that one. That, was that, that pain particular in the butt. one. So there were little things like that. Well, I think that was the most frustrating thing is because that yeah. one tied into the card that we were yeah. missing, which which made, again, yeah. yeah, it just. I think our mistake combined with the fact that, like Drew said, this story kind of was wrapped around the puzzles instead of mm-hmm. flowing properly. And yeah. I mean, we did jump ahead and have to backtrack to where it made sense again, and it kind of ruined the story. I think it kind of poisoned me on that one just a, a little, little bit. bit yeah. yeah, I was <laughs> I was disappointed when when like right when we we realized that we had jumped ahead. And immediately, I, I was I was thinking about the mechanics of the game and thinking this is this should have never yeah been this allowed should to not have been ha- like just mm-hmm. sh- we should not have gotten this thing this early yeah. and then been allowed to use it yeah the way we did like get a hint on it which and then I think it was a second hint that said okay well now we 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 figured out the puzzle with the second hint and then it jumped us way ahead. Actually, I think it gave us an answer card that we were able to add to something we had, which jumped us ahead. Yes. So we we did have like the other card we needed for it, but it just took us in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, that's a bit on us too because we did put a card away, but it's a totally on the game that we shouldn't have been able to do it at yeah. that point. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, I think we're at the point where we could easily say. Um, out of the two games, which one we preferred, and I, I think it's going to be exit for me. Just um, I'll have to try some more unlocks. I, and it's not that I wouldn't ever try to unlock again. I would, but now that I know that the app can screw you up, I'd be more cognizant of it. Yeah. Um, in the in the future. Yeah. And but, who knows? Had we not discarded the card in the beginning that yeah. we weren't supposed to, yeah. well, maybe no, but I think we would have. That, that should have been in the like within the tutorial. Is uh, th- there should be some instructions to the players on on sort of like how to gauge whether or not to rem- like to remove cards. Yeah, yeah. because like, we came to exit, which as soon as you finish a room, the card's gone. That's right. Yeah. You, you take everything that you use for that card and it's set aside. You yeah. don't need it anymore. Yeah, like yeah. How, how how many times mm-hmm. do you get told? Uh, now I'm only using this card for the example, but don't don't actually do this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like probably at least six times in there. Yeah. Just once, you can you can kind of give me information about how to sort of validate movement, like moving yeah. on. Mm-hmm. You know, don't you know? Just a warning: don't get rid of a card unless it specifically says this. Yeah, yeah. you know. So but, yeah. So, anyways, I chose exit. Yeah, definitely exit. Ex- definitely yeah. exit. Okay, so yeah, right, there yeah. you go. Exit's our winner. Um, but nice thing about the unlocks is they are reusable afterwards so you can give them to someone else to try out yeah there is that but there's not as much of a like a tactile experience that you get with exit where you're actually manipulating stuff Mm -hmm. with your hands and like the app is novel and it was fun Mm -hmm. for some of the puzzles and stuff but i do like the ability that exit gave to actually manipulate 
stuff to solve puzzles. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, no, Exit definitely is better for the puzzles that way. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. it's not just the poisoning of the unlock no. from the story. There is some mechanics I like better from the mm-hmm. exit game that we played compared to the unlock. Yeah, and considering that they're both in the same price range, and yeah, they're one-use games, and that'll sort of feed into our discussion topic, which is um, one-use games or um, games you only have only have certain numbers of plays in them. So there's there's quite a few out now. Like there's a, a series of exit. There's a series of unlock. Legacy. You look at the different legacy games. Gloomhaven. Um, time yeah, stories. Gloomhaven. Uh, time stories is is well, like more like these games because even though they take like several hours to play, once you've played it, you're done with it. Yeah. Um, but I say a little, Gloomhaven I, it ties in a little bit legacy because we, you do get certain things without that spoiling does, it. Yeah, time that stories, do carry over somehow to a larger story. You just that's, that's true. There is like an overarching story with time with time stories, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And so it it it, it, it sort of straddles the line between these one shots and legacy and some overall yeah yeah Yeah. um and then other legacies that are out there you know there are like pandemic legacy there's uh, risk Risk legacy Legacy. which only had the one version but then pandemic came out with a a second season um and then there's that uh, seafall there's also the other legacy that's by these guys so there's there's a lot of different kinds of games out there now Um, well gloomhaven with the uh, with the release of those vinyl overlays um Oh, you the know, vinyl like, stickers. I, I yeah. mean, yeah, that that is now endlessly replayable. That's true. Really. Yes, because mm-hmm. you, you know, could like, totally like, reset it. Well, even yeah. if mm-hmm. you know, so let, let's there's the there's the four of us playing. Yep. And even if Randall does exactly what he did before, takes the exact same progression of oh, yeah. of characters through that, but we do different things, mm-hmm. it's going to come out totally different. Yeah. And and going mm-hmm. from this. You know, this I mean, mission you're to have this next seen mission. The story, but ultimately, yep. you start to lose the story in a long legacy game like Gloomhaven, anyways. Yeah, yeah there's so it, many components, so many so forks in the road. Yeah, because yeah. like, you're looking. There's what 99 scenarios or something, something like, like that, that in that yeah, book it's as well. around there. in the 90s in the scenarios, and say you do actually get through all those scenarios. That's the and that's assuming you pass every scenario because if you can fail a scenario, yep. you go back to it. So there's. M- 90 plus plays potentially well and then then you yeah. like can lock off scenarios so that you don't get to see it from the story perspective That's you true. can still do if it from it, the yeah. challenge perspective but it's like i so know between get... the two playthroughs i still haven't seen two missions because in both we, we made the same locked, choice yeah made yeah. the same choice and locked off the same two mm-hmm. so it's kind of you could play it again and play it like I, well, from the good perspective to the evil perspective, even that's that type true. Of yeah. thing, right? Or in our playthrough, we're pretty much doing a good. We're choosing the good options for everything, yes. and so yeah, there's definitely a evil options to be good. Yeah. Sometimes it well, doesn't. You, you're picking what seems to be good, and all of a sudden you're doing something bad. It's, it's like, like what? <laughs> that's yeah, true. The, the, the OCD in me hates the thought of destroying games. Yes. Oh, true. Yeah. Like and just there's even... a lot of stickers in this game. If you didn't have the vinyl yeah. ones, they'd be permanent. Yep. But even that little exit game, mm-hmm. you know, for the as, fact as, as cheap that as that is, like the fact had to, we had to tear tear pages out of the rule book and cut that page and then cut that one card. Uh, mm-hmm. And and but, and those are one use. And then yeah. Gloomhaven is an example of a, a it's, uh, it's almost like a regular game because there's so many plays out of that. Because like, mm-hmm. sure, there's 99 scenarios, and maybe depending on your choices, the most you'll ever get out of it is like 70 scenarios. 
it's still 70 playthroughs. We played it like 38 times approximately. I think I'd have to look at my app to see how many times I log every play. But we've played it 30 plus times. And we still, we're nowhere near, like, there's that. still so much to do. A exit, you destroy it. And even if it's, you know, we're not talking about yep. OCD. That's what, fifth, you know, twelve, fifteen dollars. How much? How much was Gloomhaven, give or take? Couple hundred. Yeah, at the most. Uh, it yeah, might I have just, been I cannot see myself. No, no, I think it's less than that. Oh, I guess Kickstarter. Uh, right now, yeah. if yeah. you were to buy it in store, it's like two something. Kickstartering is it, it uh, is. Okay. I think it was like one twenty or something like that. Okay, maybe that's about, that, that sounds about right. Yeah, I think right now in our local stores, if they have a copy of Gloomhaven, it goes for like two twenty five or something. Like okay. that. The, the thought yeah. of, I don't know that that ending up in the landfill after I spent yeah. that much money. No, on I'm it. there with you. I don't. Yeah. I don't like the concept of a game no. that I rip up cards yeah. and, like <laughs> but, he, but even pick something like the um the pandemic legacy or risk legacy right those the the, the price point is is not nearly that high yeah they're in the standard but, 60 dollar range i guess for that kind of game maybe and and i know people are, are actually doing this like they're you know like it, if they get told to tear up a card it's you know no put just, it back um, put it box. back in the box and we'll yeah. just forget about it yeah if, if you can if you can kind of design that so that yes some changes are semi-permanent um you, you know then I, I have the option after i've after i've played it with you know with some friends i can give it to some other friends who you know i haven't played cat <laughs> sorry for the interference there we have a cat on the table <laughs> yeah um yeah I, I just don't like the thought of these games getting played and just ending up in you know all this material ending up in landfill i mean whatever it's mostly cardboard it gets recycled but, yeah but still um, you know, if you can, if you can somehow preserve it in in some state that can be given to some other other people, I I don't know. I just I hate the thought of these things just getting destroyed. And well, particularly with something like Gloomhaven, where you can take off the vinyl stickers if you got it. You could yep. you, you yep. could sell it like yeah, used sure. copy, mm -hmm. and they give you the things in that one set that you can reseal the character yeah because all the different character boxes are sealed with little fake seals and then like they give you a vinyl seals, seal that yeah. you could reuse yeah that totally. so it, it is for a game like that as long as you don't destroy the cards when it tells you to rip it in half mm -hmm. that if you're never going to play it again at least you can recoup your money and then it makes it or at least part of it oh yeah part of it or sometimes actually more if it's going for twice what you paid for it yeah i mean now I know there's people at home who are not mentally ill like myself, who, who and and I get it. I, I think for those people that can do it, there's I think there's probably a lot of fun in, in ripping a card. No. Yeah, in no. like intentionally <laughs> committing. You know that the decision that we made, we've committed to it in, in like a permanent state. And yes, this card right. is getting wrecked. I just worry that every time it's like you start cutting something, was am I supposed to like? Yeah. Was yeah, this I'm the right card mistake. to destroy? Yeah. Like it told me to do. <laughs> it just takes once, and you're like kicking yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty hard with Gloomhaven to do that, but oh, yeah. I mean, they're pretty clear. Yeah. yeah. It's more about the, I guess, the upgrades to cards that you purchase. If you screw something up like that, and you don't have the removable stickers, yes, that could be a big problem. But. You, yeah. r you rip up one of your uh, character cards because you're trying to get a plus one sticker off of it that you put on erroneously or something. It'd just be, yeah. It, yeah. It should have, the game should just come with vinyl stickers. Because I think well, there's more. The cost goes up, I, I, guess, I think but. there's more people who would rather 
reuse or pass it on than destroy. Personally, well, maybe it's just my own tainted perspective. I, I think so too. Stuff, but, I, but yeah, I'd, I'd like to think people think like me, but <laughs> we don't. They don't. They really don't. <laughs> no, not usually. Um, but yeah, and that's Gloomhaven. But then you get like those other ones, like you said, Pandemic and 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 Risk, where you get less playthroughs with those. Um, I think with Pandemic, it's a maximum of 24 playthroughs. But I think Risk was the same way, was it not? Was, it might be. Didn't they do... Well, well, Pandemic, no. yeah, they did it as like a calendar year. It was a calendar year with, for that one. And I think, I think, I think Risk might be like 15 to... playthroughs. I, I could be wrong oh, with no, that one. Though. No, I think you might be right about that. Yeah. But then was it was you, you get X number of attempts, at least in Pandemic. Like you could do the same month. That was the thing. I think twice? I think that's, that's how you, I think you can get 24 plays, I think, at yeah. the most. Is if you do each redo month each twice. month, yeah, because yeah, and that, and it unlocks new things and all that. Yeah, I can't remember with risk, but what what the yeah. deal was, but and I know people love those ones, but I haven't tried them myself yet. Well, I think for, from what I've heard, that the the real trouble is, you know, you you get let's say four people, you know, who are going to play it, and if one of them at some point cannot continue on, then what do you do? That's the big thing. Yeah. yeah, you have to bring somebody new in, or somebody has to assume the role of that person as well. Yeah, kind of thing. And Gloomhaven's not too bad. Like if somebody all of a sudden couldn't come anymore, you drop to three. You drop, yeah. drop to three players, or with someone new, they just start a new character. Because by you know, I guess by that time you'll have there's always more characters than you can play. So even at the very beginning, I think there's six classes, and you're playing four at the most. Yeah, well, that one's been very free. Like, there's yep. there's been a couple sessions where I haven't been able and to make it. And you haven't been able to make it. And yep. you guys just continue on. Yep. Um, there's solo missions. Yeah, there's one, one, each there's one, character. one each character. One for each yeah. character. So, I mean, there's that. And there's, there's ways to play well, with somebody missing. Play. Yeah. And, and, yeah, you're right. Like, you could just – somebody drops out and you carry on. And, and I'm just looking at Bloomhaven now, like at our, one of our local shops. And the typically, it's going for around like one sixty. Oh, they dropped down now. It, it's yeah. They, it's he must have got his supply into all the local stores finally. Yeah. So I think it's a lot more available now. So it's uh, more. It's still you know a lot to put out, but it is a game that there's a lot. To it's it. much it's more huge. reasonable given like the miniatures and stuff are there's, decent enough. There's quality. miniatures. You're, in you're getting your hundred sixty dollars worth. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Sure. There's a lot ton of content. No, is that is that. Uh, I don't know if you can tell that. Is that first print or is that the second print? I think um, it's the second. It's going it? to be second. Be second yeah. Yeah. It'll be yeah. second. Yeah, I don't think anyone has first print in, in shops anymore. Part of the problem with the first print was that it wasn't available. Like, not anybody yeah. could yeah. get it. Yeah. <laughs> so and Then he did the whole second Kickstarter for the second printing, and then he's been able to print more since. You know, it just keeps mm-hmm. going, which is great. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess getting back to the topic. Yeah. yeah the the, the one-shots, actually, I, I don't mind... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I actually, it, it was a little bit easier to destroy that exit than it would be for me to, to destroy pandemic or, yes, you know, legacy or the gloom. Well, I mean, it's but, a, essentially the cost of like one yeah. person seeing a movie. So four people. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I thought the yeah, exact same thing. Like yeah. three it, to $4 mm-hmm. each mm-hmm. for, you know, at least an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Of entertainment. That's and that's good. totally worth it. Yeah. For those that, that's definitely worth it. And, and Cosmos does or not Cosmos, Exit, uh, does kind of alleviate the problem with destroying the game in the sense that it is making you cut up a rule book, not the cards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, true. It, yeah, it's I mean, a little yeah. easier. When, well, there was one card I think we had to cut or something Well, we like didn't that. really have to. We didn't have to. That's true. But we but chose we to. We did anyway. And, and even in other Exits I've done, yeah, there have been times where it's been 
you didn't necessarily have to cut the card, but cutting it made it easier to use it in the puzzle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you really yeah. don't want to destroy exit, you could get away without doing it by like scanning the book, the, appropriate the, the things, puzzle book, yeah. and anything that like it says, cut this. Or whatever you could cut scan or it. Hold this. You could scan if it, you really it, have it, an it, issue with yeah. cutting it, stuff up that's and true. passing the game on then that yeah. way. Because yeah, originally, when like when I saw unlock when we, because it was our second game, and it's like, well, there doesn't seem to be anything to destroy here. We can actually reuse this game. It yeah. made it more appealing to me at first. It, mm. Our gameplay made it less appealing. Yeah, but, and then it broke I mean, your heart later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, originally <laughs> it was like this is a better game because even if I can't play it, I know that you can pass it on to the next person who's interested whether you want to you know sell it secondhand or just mm-hmm. pass it off to a friend because sure. you know they like it it, yeah. it at least is getting more play where you couldn't with exit the way we did it yeah 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 definitely no, on the other I hand can, i guess yeah. that undermines their sales it does um in a way, people just true. aren't destroying our stuff <laughs> not, not sales enough. are down yeah. boss <laughs> Include, yeah, include a pair of scissors in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of curious about that because with the unlocks, there's nothing to destroy. People can pass it on. But if people really like them, they're going to buy the whole s- series anyways. Um, it's not like you're going to... And then with the exit, yeah, you're going to destroy it. You can't pass it on, sure. But um, even if you couldn't destroy it... Well, I guess you... I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say with that train of thought. Um, Still boarding at the station. Yeah. Yeah, train's gone. <laughs> but, yeah, I think I was just trying to think more of. Actually, I was uh, really surprised. You know, get, uh, talk about that. It's uh, the exit is a is a one shot. You're going to destroy it, but the quality of the box <laughs> was actually was actually quite high. Actually, yeah, the box is a nice quality box. Thought, That's true. I thought how how ridiculous is that? Yeah, um, and and both of them, you know, they're both similar quality. They're both good quality boxes. They could have set the bigger. tone earlier and just wrapped it in like paper. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> don't even give us a box. Here's your. Uh, yeah, like, throw it in a, throw it in a Ziploc bag. Well, because it's mostly cards, you know, you can almost do it like a deck of cards. But then you have the you have like the wheel. There's like always a wheel. There's um. Well, in ours, you had a cutout knight. Yeah, we had yeah. a knight in it. We had to cut out. There's like there are some things that had to. Actually, they were more of a punch out, I think. But yeah, punch out. Yeah, they weren't yeah. cut out. Punch outs. But um. Like the the box is the size as it is for exit because of the components. Because of the components, not because they in. just wasted space. Yeah. No, yeah. they didn't really. Like, it, yeah, they didn't really waste much space. Like maybe it could have been thinner. Whatever. Well, no, because <laughs> like, they they had how many cards in there, right? Um, like, it, they couldn't have really made it that much thinner with the amount of cards in the. Um, because there was over a hundred cards. Know. Yeah, they, they could have made it a little. Well, bit. Might have made it a little bit thinner. It has a little bit of an insert. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I will say that different exit games use more or less stuff too. So, like, um, there was an exit game we did where the box actually came into play. Not you know. So oh, yeah. They they do they do really vary things up. Like each exit game has been different, which is kind of cool. That I that I played, and they do a center around the same central thing where you have your wheel. And you're trying to get the right combination for the wheel. And, and, you know, it's always been the same kind of thing with the cards where you have your different puzzles, like symbols for different puzzles. And you know, you have your, your riddle cards and your answer cards. That's all the same. But at least the puzzles are, have been varied enough that it, it's been a different experience each time. 
but they're all pretty much just emulating an escape room, right? Where unlock right. was like a story. And, and, and this particular unlock was like a story. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, so I don't know if we have much more else to say about that discussion topic. Um, legacy games fun, but yeah, legacy but games hard are, to... are fun, but <laughs> they can be uh, you know they can be difficult, especially if you're if you're a kind of person who really doesn't like destroying things. Um, but sometimes you just have to get over that hang up and and go for it. Yeah. Just you know, just just to try something new. And if if you want to find out if you can get over that hang up, get an exit game because well, you or, ha- definitely have to destroy something. Yeah. Or you wait cheap. until Randall buys it, and then I felt perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm not wrecking my stuff. Not my stuff. Yeah, it's my, I'm good. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I was the one that cut that card that was unnecessary unnecessary to cut. Oh, uh, maybe those scissors. that's fine. But yeah. I, yep. But when it comes to that, I'm like, I was like, oh no, you're destroying the cards. Like, no, I know it's an exit game. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, cut away. It yep. Doesn't matter. Cut Randall's stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, but then you get the that's like the nice thing with the variation of the the pricing range. You got like a fifteen dollar one mm-hmm. use kind of game, all the way up to one hundred and sixty dollar. It's when Drew's playing Gloomhaven <laughs> next, and he just rips the card out of your hand, starts it's tearing not. it up. It's Randall's. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> I had a bit more trouble destroying a hundred and sixty dollar game yes. compared to a fifteen dollar game. You're tearing up the rule book. <laughs> it's a legacy, Randall. No. <laughs> I have vinyl stickers. The story's in there. That's right. Um, and then, and so I guess the, the one good thing is uh, how I, how I felt about tearing up like something like Pandemic. Mm-hmm. So I, I wouldn't mind trying Pandemic. I never, you know, I like the original Pandemic. You know, the, yep. the that style of game. So. That's something. It'd be something to try. Is to get, you know, but right right now we have a big legacy game we're going through. And who knows how long that's going to take? There's an expansion that's going to be coming out for that eventually. It's like next month, isn't it? November. It's, it's pretty close. Yeah. So that's going to add some scenarios and classes. I think one as well. class and yeah. a continuation of the story, supposedly. Yeah. So that, that'd be even more stuff for us to do eventually. Um. Um. So I, yeah. But I guess it wouldn't be too hard to get a pandemic and, and get a, mm-hmm. a playthrough every once in a while. Even if you did played it once a month, it would take you a year. Yep. Because if you did both playthroughs that you could do in a month at the same time, it wouldn't be too bad. Yeah. Just start at the beginning of the calendar year and once a month. Yeah. Go through each month as it comes up. Yeah. That, yeah. Might, that might be something. So maybe you'll have to try that out and, and see how we feel about destroying a mid-range game. <laughs> That you, that you are buying, yeah? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <Right>. Well, <laughs> it it comes to like time stories. It's slightly different that you're not really yeah. wrecking anything, but you, right. can't yeah, you can't really play it again. That's and right, because I have like about six scenarios now for time stories that are sitting there, and they're like about thirty dollars a piece, thirty to forty 30 in the thirty to forty dollar yeah. range. But we get about six hours out of play of, out of it, each one. It's a reasonable cost, but yeah. it doesn't feel as bad because you're not destroying stuff in that game. So, and it, I could at some point take the whole set and give it to someone else here, yes, yep. play it or sell it, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know there's still a, a new one that's come out now for that, so we'll have to get that on the table at some point. I don't have it yet. But yeah, that's a, that's a future thing where I know I could take that whole set and, and do something with it after the fact. Yeah. So if it ever ends, I'm sure there's a few people out there who would like to go through the whole series. Math trade. Yeah, math trade or, or sell it on, <clears throat> on Facebook has become huge for that now. Really? Yeah. Selling um, board games? Oh yeah. There's really? like Edmonton um, in Edmonton here. There's we have our specific area of board game enthusiasts, and there's like a whole thing just for selling and trading of games. 
so there's always people putting up i have these games for sale and and they go quick it's like that would have been much easier than using the board game geek store for getting rid of um that that monster uh, monster yeah Yeah, maybe that just the shipping hassle alone just if someone locally Mm -hmm. could just like let's meet up at this local gaming store and we'll yeah who knew so, Facebook would be useful for something other than stalking your ex or posting pictures of your ugly baby? <laughs> well, out of the three of us, I'm the only one who actually uses Facebook. That's so. right. <laughs> I used it once to complain about something and then deleted my account. <laughs> your your account's still there. I think you I used it. Delete the, it. I think I used it the correct way. Actually. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> to to shit talk on the internet. That's well. What now that you know that you can actually get board games through it. You may have to join back up. Well, I'll look at it, then I'll get you to take care of it. No, no. <laughs> Randall Linus, we're me. That's how I got in that group buy of Tiny Epic Max. It's like through Facebook. <laughs> Someone says, hey, I'm doing a group buy on this. And when went in, I said, yeah, I'll go in. Hey, Drew, do you want a copy? Yeah, he wants a copy too. So yeah, there again, I used Randall to get me stuff. Yeah. Bypass the whole Facebook. I'm not going to send you, hey, this game's for sale. Drew, do you want it? Create no, an not, account. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Build your profile. Yeah, that's right. Ugh. But, um. But it, but it, yeah, it's a huge market for that kind of thing on Facebook, which is amazing. I'm sure it's like that for other cities too. I mean, I know our our, our city particularly is fairly active. It's really there's a lot of people who really you know, go back and forth. Because of where we live, it's getting to the months where we can't leave our house. That's true. Winter's coming. <laughs> Ragnarok is on its way. Winter is coming. <laughs> Actually, for most of September, it was here. Now it's finally back yep. to fall. Yep. Ish. Second winter should be coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, anyways, anyways, um, yeah, so I think that's a good place to stop. It's going to be a nice and short episode this time. Uh, and that helps a lot because the games we played, there wasn't you know a huge amount to say about them. The format change might have helped a bit, and our second topic wasn't a long one. So and there we go. Nice short episode for you. You can't complain anymore that our episodes are long. And our next one? And our next one. So yeah, next one is going to be our Halloween episode. Ooh. I've already got our games picked it's out. Very spooky. We're doing three zombie cooperative games, like what, like three games, not not two. That's right. Uh, we're going to be talking and comparing, uh, playing and comparing uh, Dead of Winter with Zombicide, specifically the um, the newer version, green the horde. Green horde. Yeah, the Green Horde version, and um, Tiny Epic Zombies. Since I just got that as well, I figured, hey, I got a third cooperative zombie game. Throw it in the mix. So our next episode is probably going to be a longer one. Three-way tie. <laughs> Three-way tie. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm not sure what the second topic's going to be yet on that one. We'll try to find something specific, you know. With that many games, we may not want a second topic. We may not topic. want a second topic. That's true. <laughs> yeah. It may take us too long to get through that. But um, if we can get a second topic, and we'll try to do something Halloween-related for sure. Um, not sure what yet, but there we go. Um, but it's anyways... Yeah, it's, 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 it's uh, you know, and then we, we got to play these games soon because we want to get that one up in time. Yep. Um, anyways, thanks for listening. Make sure to follow us on our website at www.boardnowgaming.com. You can find us on Facebook, uh, Twitter. Um, we have a subreddit. Um, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, CastBox, Google Play. I'm trying to get us wherever you can put a, a, a podcast feed. I'm trying to throw us up there. Um, check out our guild on Board Game Geek. We have a link to it from our webpage. Um, you know, go on there and, and let us know what you think, um, especially how you felt the, the flow of the new format was. Do you, do you find that was better than how we used to do it? Having discussions and then going into a discu- you know, the rule description of a new game 
that, that having that all happen at once and then having the discussion work better for you? Let us know how that went. Um, but anyways, um, until next time, thanks for listening and keep on gaming. Good night. Board now. Self when
when your chest starts to beat Cause right at the end you know Waiting for this moment to come